We did have an amazing interview. I have to tell you, she sent me the questions late last night that she wanted to pursue. I was so impressed. The questions are really great. They were very thoughtful questions. They pointed to someone who is a thinker and someone who is reaching for, you know, the spiritual ground you and I have talked about and worked on. She comes out from that ground, the, the, the ground of self-inquiry. This is the perfect way to start your day, start your business, start your life, change your mentality, understand where your powerfulness comes from. She can help you get there. She gives great advice. She has so much wisdom, so much that you can learn from her. I feel more powerful, in control, and more creative after listening to Sabrina's podcast. I wish I were creating this podcast. Welcome to the Success with Sabrina podcast, sponsored by Time Strategic Consulting Group. Hear from successful businessmen and businesswomen and how they became successful sharing tips and techniques with you. To we did have an amazing interview. I have to tell you, she sent me the questions late last night that she wanted to pursue. I was so impressed. The questions are really great. They were very thoughtful questions. They pointed to someone who is a thinker and someone who is reaching for, you know, the spiritual ground you and I have talked about and worked on. She comes out from that ground, the, the, the ground of self-inquiry. This is the perfect way to start your day, start your business, start your life, change your mentality, understand where your powerfulness comes from. She can help you get there. She gives great advice. She has so much wisdom, so much that you can learn from her. I feel more powerful, in control, and more creative after listening to Sabrina's podcast. I wish I were creating this podcast. Welcome to the Success with Sabrina podcast, sponsored by Time Strategic Consulting Group. Hear from successful businessmen and businesswomen and how they became successful sharing tips and techniques with you to foster change and build success with ease and flow, helping you overcome your toughest trials and biggest challenges to finally go for it and make money and create the epic life that you deserve. To get more information about our consulting, public speaking, and business success membership club, go to www.timestrategic.com. Hello and welcome to Success with Sabrina podcast. Today on the show, I am so excited to introduce you to Anna Tsui. Anna, can you uh, tell us a little bit about your background and what you do and introduce yourself? Oh, yes. Yes. Happy Monday. I'm so happy to be here with you, Sabrina, and your audience. Uh, so I am a coach. I'm a leadership and business coach. And um, I really help people get to know who they really are on this deeper level so that they can make the changes and the impact that they want in the world. Yes. And she's amazing. And I've heard so many wonderful things about you. I'm so excited to be in contact with you and getting to know you better. And one of the things that as I was doing my little due diligence uh, research for this interview, I was looking at your pr promotional video. Now, Anna, like mm -hmm. at you just seem so peaceful. It's such a beautiful video. It's just, you know, there's like the feeling that I got from watching it was just peace. 
Like it was just like, you know, presence and peace. And uh, do you consider yourself a peaceful person? Is that? That's so funny. Um, you know, I don't consider myself a peaceful person, but every time I ask someone else, they, they say that I'm very peaceful and I have a calming presence. And it's so funny that you say that, Sabrina, because the people who produced that video, who shot and produced that video, they were actually um, ex-members of a heavy metal band. It was actually death metal. So they had like tattoos <laughs> all over. Yeah, I know. And so it's like, oh yeah, they made a very good peaceful video. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, right? Because we have all this, uh, I guess, like ideas uh, and concepts about, you know, people and their nature and especially artistic people and what they can create, right? And sometimes we put them in a box, like, look, this is their area of, you know, and um, and we, we get surprised, pleasantly surprised. Right? Yeah. And I think that's a, the sign of like a, a true professional, right? Is really you can work with anybody because you're just good at what you do. And if there's a connection, then, you know, like you can bring these different parts of them out. Because I think I'm the only one that they did that I was like very peaceful, but they were able to work with me there, you know, so true professionals. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So it, it makes us think like, where am I at in this journey, right, of showing up and being able to work with the different, right? Not just mm -hmm. like because we're all talking about creating a life here and life is just there is no recipe, right? There is no cookie mm -hmm. cutter uh, way of going about it. Um, so we do need to explore the different and we need to observe the difference because perhaps even though it might look odd and it might look like not you know, your cup of tea, I guess, um, it can teach you something. Um, and that's the challenge, I guess. Um, I also feel that when when people get in contact with you, there's this sense of authenticity. Like, um, we just, the feeling that I also get from interacting with you, Anna, is that there's a lot of um, authenticity. There's It's the real you showing up here, right? Uh, have you ever... Yeah. What about that? Have you done work towards this of showing up more authentic? Yeah, I actually, I didn't realize it until um, one day when I got very frustrated with myself because I, you know, I was, I think that this, this was maybe a few years ago. Um, and this is when I was working on the book too. It was like, I had this business that I liked and I had this life that I really enjoyed and everything on the surface seemed like very good. But what I realized was it was bothering me because I wasn't being authentic. Um, and I'm like you, I'm, I love personal growth. I'm always hiring coaches. I'm always working with mentors. I'm always learning new things. But at some point, it's almost like I was taking on too much of other people's coaching or other people's books or, you know, other people's things. And then because, you know, we're like a sponge. So I just unconsciously was uh, speaking like them or running my business like them. And it wasn't bad, right? Like they were great coaches and my business was doing well, but it w didn't feel like me. And so I actually had to actively almost like forget what I learned so that I could be more myself. How would I say this, right? What do I actually want to do? Yeah, and I actually think that's really the power of trusting yourself, right? Like at a certain point in your life, in your business, you stop asking permission. You go, yeah. you know what? I just feel so strong about this. I feel so good about this that I don't even care what my <laughs> mentors and coaches would think. And at this point, you know, you're really going for it. Like you're really yeah. going for it. And I think this is where we want all of our clients to get to. And this is what we're doing. So guys, what we're talking about here so that you can stick around is going to be uh, a lot of conversation around 
creating the life that you really want to live. And Anna and I are going to dive deep into chaos a little bit because we talked about how this is um, part of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or bad, but just part of the process. Uh, we're also going to be talking today. I can't even remember. What was the other topic, Anna? <laughs> <laughs> chaos. And yeah. share and self-sabotage. Those are the two topics that we kind of like, you know, uh, we've had been, been pondering the, the last few days. And um, and so I'm excited to, to really keep going with this. Um, and that sense of authenticity in, in the sense of like really getting to a point that you trust yourself more, right? Like I remember hearing this once that, you know, people travel to India to find their gurus um, you know, when they're most likely, you know, the people that are closest to you, they're your biggest teachers um, and also yourself. So we don't have to go to India. <laughs> yes, yes. And I think this is a great segue into the shadow, actually, is a lot of times we seek externally, you know, go to India or go whatever. And, you know, that's neither good or bad. It works for some people. But what I find is when we go so much to find with another person, right, or go to another philosophy or maybe a spiritual practice, like sometimes we ignore the inner group, like you mentioned, that connection with ourselves. And a lot of times that the wisdom, the learning is from the shadow. So the shadow is, um, it's like the parts of us that we repress, right? It's the feelings that we don't really want to feel. It's the old beliefs systems that we had and maybe they don't know they don't serve us a lot of our shadows unconscious but a lot of times we don't want to feel those difficult emotions so we're like oh i'm just gonna go to india and you know not saying that this is what people do but oh i'm gonna learn this or i'm gonna go you know get this certification but really it's actually the deep inner work that's calling us but it feels really uncomfortable but it actually helps Ooh. us access one of our gifts and, you know, one of the things that I always say is that time is not a linear thing. You know, I do a lot of teaching my clients in my work, in my courses. It's, it's all about our relationship with time also, because I think this is such an important component in creation. You know, um, our relationship with time and that is not linear allows us to basically like realize what you're talking about right now, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, yeah. and it allows us to to actually make the conscious effort of slowing down, even when it's uncomfortable. Because I think that since time is not linear, we tend to boss it around. You know, we try to speed it up or we try to, you know, slow it down, right? When it feels good, when it's when we're experiencing pleasure and, you know, speed it up when we're experiencing pain. But it's in those moments that we need to slow down and pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah. Which leads me to what I wanted to talk to you about, and uh, which is about creation, you know, and being able to create um, the, the experiences and, and design the life the way we want to design. And we hear, uh, you know, our mentors talk so much about this, right, that what we are, you know, what we experience today is a consequence of our thoughts and our creations. Um, now, here's what where I want to go, and I'm curious to hear from you. Um, you know, at, I know that you shared that we can manifest and create. I know you shared that point of view. Um, do you also share the point of view that a lot of it is given to us? It's almost like you're getting a deck of cards, and, and then someone is something, right? It's like, let's see what they do with it, right? Um, yeah. or, or not, like, or you don't even go that route of thinking that some of the things that happens in our lives are not even, they weren't even part of our imagination. How could they even be created by us, right? It just happens. And then you're like, oh, 
okay. <laughs> I love that question. It's like how you know how deep do you want to go? Because I love that question, and I really think that you know in my exploration and studies, I studied something called the Akashic Records, which not many people are familiar with it, but basically it's like this spiritual energetic uh, blueprint of your life and throughout lifetimes, right? And the idea is, and I was never someone who really believed in past lifetimes, but then it just actually became a very natural idea that we are just a soul that keeps on coming into this world. And I think it's um, a mix. Like, so our lives are a mix of uh, lessons that we really want to learn in this lifetime. And uh, uh, the, so the Akashic Records talks about um, our intersections with people. So for example, you and I, Sabrina, and you know, whoever's watching and listening to this and watching the replay, like we have agreed to be here during this time for whatever reason. And actually some of our biggest teachers are the people that we don't like the most. They're not, they're not our best friends, right? Yes, our best friends can teach us, but our biggest teachers are maybe they were the, you know, the ex-husband that really uh, made us learn a lot about self-love, um, or they were the difficult parent that, um, you know, we spend many years healing from, right? So uh, there's, uh, I think, a, a bit of um, choice, and there's also big lessons, and there are definitely milestones. So um, I know for me and for people who study astrology, right, there are certain times um, in your lifetime that are like big milestones. And so um, you can feel this energetically. So some people are like, I know I'm meant to write this book. I'm meant to write this book. Like I've been thinking about this book for years and years and years or whatever. And it's, yeah, this is like a milestone for you is writing this book or doing this project or starting the podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but I also I'm careful with like some of the new age stuff. Not that I'm saying what you're talking about is new age, but I'm just bringing up this topic, you know, that there's a lot of new age stuff there that talks about, you know, um, too much thinking going into, you know, like the creation. And I like to bring it back down to the basics of like, um, you know, what is the one step, right, that we can do today? you know, to go towards mm -hmm. our goal, because we also have to always and always remind our, ourselves that um, some of that creation, you know, like it's, it's really like we're not required to figure it all out. We're not required to know the how really. Right. Uh, what we're required mm -hmm. is to take action um, and the how is going to unfold. Right. And so, you know, I think that going back to like, you know, whatever it is that you want in life, whatever definition of success you have, first of all, number one, make sure it's your own and that you didn't buy it from someone else, right? That you're not um, trying to leave whatever is expected of you, um, you know, and internalized by you, by inherited conversations, you know, um, but also like, you know, once you know that it's you, um, then find someone that has done it, not so that you can copy exactly what they did, because that would never happen. That would never work. But somehow the en energy exchange that will happen by associating yourself with those um, will be what you need, really. Right. Yes. And you might be able to you might not even be able to look back and pinpoint it and say, wow, it was it like, you know, um, but somehow there's a transference of, I guess, confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like when you can see that it's possible, it's like almost like your world opens up 
and then you get to be in a different creative space where you're like, well, if, if this was possible, and even just a few months ago, I didn't realize it was possible, no one else is possible. And what happens is I, I really agree with you. You're just opening yourself up to a different connection with uh, your own creativity, or some people would say with uh, this infinite guidance, right, with abundance. And then you'll begin to create at different levels. Because sometimes like when we're not aware of what's possible, we can really just create in this small space but then when we open up, we can co-create, right? With other people, with energy, spirit, right? And then it's yeah. unlimited. Yeah, I think that also like the problem is that we're not in touch with our needs and our wants. Um, mm -hmm. We're disconnected, you know, and sometimes our wants are not really our needs, yeah. right? And, yeah. and so, you know, things happen and we get because life is not going to turn out the way we planned it. Like we, we know it. Um, it's going to turn out better if you're an optimist like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always create what we believe, right? So I think if we're talking about, you know, uh, like biohacking or hacking reality or uh, productivity, just look at what you believe. That's what we have in our life is what we believe. Your income level is really what you believe, right? The relationships that you have with people in your world or clients, it's really what you believe. So like looking at your life, looking at what you believe and then just changing that belief, it's like a huge shortcut, if you will, right, mm -hmm. to accessing, uh, you know, your goals or whatever it is you want to create. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, going back to what we we're talking about, most of the most effective leaders and mentors and, you know, manifestors nowadays, you know, all they're doing is really aligning, um, you know, aligning our wants with our needs, Um it's, it's the ultimate problem is that our beliefs, our actions and our goals are not aligned. Um, and there's an alignment problem, really. So it's really a, uh, a way to, to really grasp this is to understand that some things are going to be have to move around, right? So is that what you were talking about when you said chaos, you know, um, or, or is it something even way deeper that I wouldn't even be able to get into, you know, chaos theory or whatever, you know, or is it something more along the lines of what I was talking about that like that you're going to have to destroy something in order to create. Yeah, so all of that, and to tie it into um, chaos and goals and where I see it fitting in is, is self-sabotage. So sometimes we try and achieve a goal or we say, okay, I'm gonna put on the list that I'm going to you know, uh, lose 20 pounds or I'm going to uh, double my business in the next quarter or something, right? And then what always happens, or, you know, I'm going to uh, launch my podcast or do a Facebook Live. What always happens is chaos. Uh, people will get sick, right? Um, people, you know, there'll be a global pandemic. Uh, there'll be all these busy things. We'll sprain our ankle. And that actually, that chaos is simply a form. And sometimes it shows up as self-sabotage too, because we'll be like, okay, well, I'm sick. So I can't, you know, launch my, um, I can't launch my program now. And I think you've seen this. I see this all the time with my clients is there's always something that happens and it can be a very real thing, right? But chaos happens because we're meant to go through the chaos of almost like the fire, right? Of developing who we really are and our strengths and how bad we want this. But also the chaos shows us what's going on in the background. It shows us all the fears and the limiting beliefs that are like, you shouldn't do this. If you if your business grows, then you're going to have more responsibility and you're going to have even less time for yourself. So there's all these different places and gifts of chaos. And I think looking at the internal, like what the fear is or what's driving the chaos and looking at the external, like how is it forming you? How is it 
um, molding you into a stronger person, then you really get the full gifts of chaos. But expect it, plan for it. It's going to happen, especially when you have any goal that's bigger than whatever goal you have now, right? Yeah, yeah. I love what you said. You know, it sent me back to memory lane and thinking about the times that, um, that, yeah, that I'm just, you know, that I realized I had a contrary belief to my goals, um, you know, but yeah, I was this person that, you know, like I knew it all, right? Like, or, or, you know, no, I've never been arrogant, but I just knew that I knew a lot because I knew that I read a lot, you know, and, um, and I, and I experienced that, you know, in a lot of conversations, like I, um, I, I was comprehending it. I was listening and, uh, but, but then, you know, yet I just couldn't figure it out what was keeping me stuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or um, at times I, you know, realize that we're never going to get to a place that we're good. Now we're good. You know, oh, now I'm good. Now I'm optimistic. Now <laughs> I have faith. I, I'm strong. I have enough experience and sweat equity. And I, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. And the list goes yeah. on. And, you know, we're never going to get to a place that we're so bulletproof like that. You know. But the reason, a big, uh, why that's, a, I think, brilliant that you said that, Sabrina, is because you're someone, and I feel like all your listeners are this too, you're someone who loves growth. So you'll always be in a place of, oh, I've achieved this. Well, okay, what's next, right? Let me learn more. And so it's actually, real. it's just knowing that about yourself, right? And I'm the same way. So knowing that maybe I'll never be satisfied because there's always something else to learn. That's actually pretty cool too, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, and so um, I also have as a really big value and goal of mine um, to be real with myself. And so um, oftentimes I'm always questioning, you know, where is this coming from? Right. Like, does it really resonate with me and my heart? Right. Mm-hmm. Um And so I think some of these beliefs that we carry on, our work as coaches and our work as human beings in general, it really is to untangle all of that, you know, that we bought all of these beliefs that doesn't serve us that we bought a long time ago, you know, and it's no longer serving the purpose and no longer serving what you're creating right now, right? Um, do you think that people sabotage themselves because they're avoiding pain? Like they are afraid because they're, um, in a, yeah. in a, they can, so are in a way they're like, do you feel like they're actually trying to forecast the future and be like, Oh, if I, you know, this is what's going to happen, you know, yet it's a yeah. false belief. Like it's just, it's not real. What I'm referring to really, like to be more clear here, is like, you know, like let's say a woman, which is, you know, a lot of the people that I work with, um, they're women and they um, they also have a deep desire to create business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, the fear and the self-sabotage comes to a lot of them when they say, oh, if I grow my business, then I'm going to be even more busy and then I won't have time for me, like you said earlier, or even time to be a mom, you know, and just like, you know, all the other roles that we have in our lives, right? So then you get fearful of ultimately being a bad mom, and then you ended up, you know, blocking your your progress and your success um, in the lands of like, you know, it's going to get out of control, right? And um, isn't that what a lot of the women experience as they're creating 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I can understand where you're saying that sometimes we're forecasting the future. So, you know, we're thinking, oh, well, if I have more money or more successful, then I'll just have more of this. Right. And more of this sometimes is um, more responsibilities. Right. Then I'll be more responsible for a bigger staff, more clients. Right. Then um, my family will feel this way about me. They'll be like, oh, mom, you don't have enough time for me. Or maybe some relatives are like, hey, can you take me on vacation? Right. And then uh, client expectations. So oftentimes when we do like a, a goal setting, we think about all of the good things, right? If I make a million dollars and I can go on vacation and uh, buy the clothes and have the fun. But what we don't ask ourselves is the other stuff, right? That you mentioned is like the expectations of other people. The fact that maybe our bodies are like, hey, you, you don't even take care of me right now. So what if you're more busy? We're just going to burn out. So like all of the areas where we might feel hesitant to grow, that's actually what's controlling our growth. And that's why I think it's really important to look at that because otherwise it becomes subconscious and it can sabotage us because we're like really trying to grow. Let me cut you off. I'm sorry, but you know, is it real? Is it real or not? Like that as you grow your business, that there will be more demands and therefore there will be less time for other things. Is this real? Um, it is uh, real and not real, right? Because we create our own time and we can choose the type of business that we create. The one thing that is true, I feel like even just energetically, the more we grow our business, we have to be able to be a stronger container for, um, for really chaos. Because the more clients you have, the more money you make, um, the more people are asking you, you know, to be uh, featured in media and speak and all this stuff. Like you just actually have to have a, a container, a foundation that's strong and a foundation that's strong could mean that your personal schedule, your personal self-care, your team. Right. Because you will have to hold just more people more people, more things, more opportunities, more engagements. And sometimes if our container or our foundation isn't as strong, uh, if we're already struggling right now, then subconsciously we're like, if we actually get more people and more money, then we're going to explode. So <laughs> subconsciously we do sabotage those opportunities. Yeah, right? we're going to crash, right? Like it's a crash. fear of crashing. Um, but here's the thing though, guys, and I just heard this the other day and I loved it, you know, and I want to share with you today. What we resist persists. So it's like, you know, whatever it is, this fear, you know, that you're not going to be, you know, whatever, right? Performing um, at as best at the important roles of your life, um, you know, it's only, it's only figureable, right? Like there is a way that you can actually uh, feel good about who you're being. Mm -hmm. and um and have that balance you know um so i'm here to demyth you know this thing that we uh, i mean it's been talked so much about you know the last years it, as the feminism movement movement came and how we can do it all or no we can't can we can we really do it all <laughs> like i'm confused now. why not we don't know <laughs> like coconut oil good for you i don't know <laughs> what is that I was like, is coconut oil good for you or bad for you? I still don't know. Yeah, can we do it all? Can we not do it all? But maybe you can cook it, but then it changes. No, that's with olive oil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's funny because one of my clients is a nutritionist, and uh, we I, I talked to her a lot about one of her biggest concerns were that she's like, you know, once I teach them everything I know, there won't be anything left to talk about. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that's because you're coming from the perspective that 
you know, you're the teacher, the guru, right? But really, like, the people are your material. <laughs> so, you know, even though you're going to transfer so much knowledge about what's healthy and what's not, there is a lot that's going to be, be, it's a dance, right? So they're going to move towards that direction and stuff is going to happen. <laughs> Shit's going to hit the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they might just love working with you. You know, sometimes I just love being with my coaches. Like I don't even, maybe it's not even they're giving me information or whatever. I just love being in the presence. Like you said, when you hire someone who uh, has already achieved something that you want, you just want to be in their energy. Even yeah. if they're not telling you, okay, here are all, here's all the information. You're just like, oh, I just want to be with you because yeah. you, know, you represent so much to me. Yeah. You represent what I want, right? Like you represent health, right? And I want yeah. health in my life or you represent peace, mm-hmm. Or you represent making money. Like, you know how to make money. Yeah. You make money, right? Like, and that's that's really like what, you know, what we're here for. Now, here's my question to you. Do you feel like procrastination has anything to do with this that we're talking about? Oh, yeah. Procrastination is everything. I think if you look at the reasons why people don't achieve the things that they want, it's always procrastination. And we always know when we're doing it. Right. And then the next question is, why do we do it and how do we stop it? And I think procrastination is a really great symptom. And if we notice we're doing it, we just have to ask ourselves a a few questions like, why don't I want to achieve this? Right. Why don't I want to work, uh, work out every day consistently? And usually there's um, we're getting a benefit from staying exactly how we are. And that's typically like change is very scary for people. And change is very difficult. And so what we need is a motivator that is bigger than our desire to stay the same and the fears behind that. So we talked about why some people might be afraid to grow their business. It's because, well, they feel like, okay, I won't have any more time for myself or my kids will hate me or whatever it is, right? And so we need a motivator that's bigger than that. And so when you hear people talk about um, having a big mission or uh, what's like, what, what are your values, right? Uh, some people want to create uh, charities to help other people. Some people want to serve, you know, a thousand clients or whatever it is. We, I think we all need to have a motivator that's bigger than our excuses, uh, really, because otherwise we'll just stay the same. What's your motivator? That's a great question because mine always changes. And so we talked about chaos, right? Mm-hmm. And all of the things that are going on in the world right now, sometimes my motivator. So right now, my motivator is so that we can have a better world, right? For my future kids and for my little cousins. And honestly, sometimes the motivator is negative. So my motivator is so people like Trump don't succeed in running our country again. And so like use the chaos, find out how it kind of energizes you or what pisses you off. And that can be a great motivator. Um, but typically things that piss us off, uh, they're not necessarily a long-term motivator, but they can be, it can be really great to get us going. You know, the things that I don't want to happen. Yes, absolutely. We're not going to get into politics here because there's so many other po- podcasts that are, that would do a way better job at it than, than I would, um, you know, but it, it's true. Like it doesn't even matter, right? Because it's what you feel and how you want to show up in the world and create the change in your little corner. And that is what's important to you. And you have to defend whatever is important to you. Absolutely. And you have to find what that is. Right. And sometimes, um, you know, it's also like something simple, something small, something that might not even make sense perhaps <laughs> to others. Right. Um, but that's yeah. 
goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, what, what, what are you? Like, who are you? And where do you want to go? Like, where do you want to go? And yeah. I know a lot of people that are motivators are their children, you know, um, and some people are motivated by money goals, uh, but a lot of people aren't. So find the right motivator for you. Because if you're using someone else's motivator, right, like you said, find your own goals, you know, then it might not work for you. So find what motivates you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. And then once you find that motivator, like what is like the first step that a person should take? Like once they know what they want, they have found, mm-hmm. they have found their why or their motivator, like we're talking about, um, what is the first thing that they go uh, to do? Like when, when they see a goal and it's so far away, like let's say I want to become an airplane pilot, which would be something that I would never do. <laughs> but um, but let's say that was my lovely goal, right? Like um, that would mean success for me. What would be the first step? Mm, yeah, that's a great question. So um, the first, I mean, having the goal and then working backwards and really seeing that goal every single day, looking at that goal, reminding yourself of that goal. Um, and then if we have, um, let's say, if we're part of an organization or we run a business, I really suggest asking yourself a question, how you and your business helps to further that goal. And uh, a quick example is uh, one of my clients, she's a coach for moms. So she's a mother and she helps coach other moms. And she was not going to launch her program because uh, we have the whole Black Lives Matter movement. We have the whole pandemic. And she's like, why would I launch my little class, right? When all of this is going on in the world. And I just asked her, I was like, well, how is what you're doing important for what you believe in, right? And Because she believes in all the causes that are going on. And she's like, well, you know, I think the solution to a lot of social injustice is really mothers. Mothers are really the solution because we can teach our children to be good and fair people, right? And she's like, oh, now I can see why what I'm doing is so important for the greater good of society, right, in her opinion. And so that really changed her energy around her goal because it became less about her program and more about, wow, this is how I'm helping the world. This is how I'm helping moms. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like service, right? Like, um, I love, like, it's so funny that you said that because that's how I wanted to end our conversation, um, talking about service and what does that mean to you? Um, you know, in terms of like really, really finding something to do with your life that you feel that you're at service, right? Mm. Whatever that is like, you can be dying hair, like, and you could, you know, you could be, you know, knowing that you're serving others. Um, you could be developing a product even, right? Like, right. Um, but yeah, like what, what is service for you? Well, that's a great question. And I actually think people who do hair are some of the most like service oriented people. And uh, I would say get really, for me, it's, I'm, I'm clear that I'm helping people and I'm really clear on helping the people who um, are in alignment with me and um, what I believe in because I feel like that's what they're moving into like the space that they're moving into too so service is really being clear on who you want to be of service to for some people it's animals right for some people it's a planet for some people it's other people and I would say give yourself to that now even in a little way even if it's just only, you can only donate money or maybe you can just go on YouTube and learn more about helping the environment or helping animals or helping people or helping girl, whatever it is, right? Start doing it now because what happens is, um, the sun's moving out, that's so funny. What happens is when we connect to the service, we connect to a different energy and we connect to purpose. 
and doors begin to open for us because the world wants us to serve, right? And we get energized. And I swear we look younger too. <laughs> so you get to look more beautiful as a perk. <laughs> if you want to look more beautiful. <laughs> yeah, more vibrant for sure, right? Like Because you do get in the presence of some people and there's beauty, there's vibrance, there's life, right? Like you sense that energy. Um, oh, can I say, share something real quick? So Audrey Hepburn, we all know Audrey Hepburn, right? Breakfast at Tiffany's, like beautiful. And then later on, after she stopped acting, she served in um, working for humanitarian causes, like all over the world. And, you know, she's older and she has like wrinkles and stuff, but the vibrancy and the glow, the beauty that came from just being with people and helping people. Amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that, right? Like that's <laughs> That's so beautiful. I love where you're going with this. And, you know, and I do this with everyone that comes on my show, uh, which is like to ask them, what is your definition of success? Oh, thank you. I love that question. My definition of success is um, to really live a magical life the way that I know life can be lived. So to have a magical life. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And sometimes we, uh, we know that, you know, we don't know some things. Uh, and sometimes we know that we know things and we just don't know what that is yet. Right. Like, so it's like, I think that people that, you know, are listening to this podcast, you know, it's all about like that. We all, if there is any common ground here, cause I think that we come from all over the world. Um, I've seen people listening to it in India and, you know, Europe, um, and you know, South America, uh, and hopefully Asia, maybe you can take me to Asia. Can you take me to Asia? Yeah. <laughs> I'm planning a trip soon, hopefully. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. And, you know, and I think that the most thing that we have in common here is that we all believe that there is more. We all believe that there is a potential that we haven't even started to tap into. Mm -hmm. So we're here spending our lives, you know, um, at this point in time, and we're really trying to crack the code, right? Like, how can I tap more and more into that potential? Not because I hate my life right now, not because I hate where I'm at, uh, not because... If I don't get there, we don't even know what there is. We just know that there's more. Uh, and I think this is the common ground for all of us, you know, and I think that's really the work that Anna does with her clients um, is the work that I do with my clients is to help us um, to become a better version of ourselves, but a version that is true to ourselves and mm -hmm. because that's really what it matters. Yeah. Such important work, Sabrina. Yes. <laughs> let's keep going <laughs> thank you so much and it was uh, such a delight to have this conversation with you today I hope that you all that are going to watch on the replay the ones that joined us while we were here and the ones that are going to join us on the replay the ones that are going to listen on the podcast that you also benefited and had some uh, moments to reflect um, that are going to come out of this conversation that I had with Anna today. So thank I you. Anna. Know. Thank you for having me. I actually feel more vibrant after <laughs> this podcast. Thank you for sharing your energy with me. Thanks for joining us today. To join our free Facebook group and access the links and resources mentioned in the shows and much more, go to www.sabrina-gagnon.com. That is G-A-G-N-O-N. 
you will become a member of a private Facebook group dedicated to providing the best practices, skills, and strategies to grow your business. And remember, we all have natural advantages that comes from our instinctive power. You are perfectly created to accomplish so much. Let's challenge the status quo and create a business and life you love. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.